Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1377, air date December 15th, 2023. Running as an independent candidate for President of the United States, please welcome back to the show with us, Dr. Shiva. How are you doing, Matt? Hi, Dr. Shiva. Great to have you back with us. It's good. Thank you for taking the time to be with us again. So, Where would you like us to start, Matt? Sorry, it was a little bit late. You know, we were out fine. there doing not a problem. Um, yeah. Let's do this because we're going to get into uh, we're going to get into the SAG after deal because we just had that happen here, and we just and I was telling my viewers and to catch you up, uh, we did a I had a, I did a live vote on that uh, because I I am part of SAG. I've been part of it for 10, 10 years, and so we were part of this entire thing, going in the streets trying to fight big corporations, fight the the shareholders, and then we got this contract sent to us. And it turned out that it wasn't, uh, it, we weren't even allowed to see the whole thing. And so, and then we were looking at the AI thing specifically. So I want to talk to you about the AI stuff. I want to talk to you about the, the failed union leadership. And so, you know, and our viewers know, I, I, did, I, I did my part. I did my part as a SAG after member and I did the vote and we did it just in time. It was like the hours were counting down. I did the vote live on the show and I voted no. And I'm proud to say that because it was not something I believed in, that it was a good deal. Obviously, the deal did go through because everybody, most people just listen to what they're told to do and they do it. Um, and so the deal went through and here we are. And so I, I wanted to engage with you and see your take on that deal and really get into the Hollywood problem overall. And we can talk about the Zionism thing, too. But let's let's start with that. What is your take on this sag after deal that just went through? Well, I've been uh, speaking about this for probably for about six months, Matt. Um, Many people know uh, that the leadership of SAG-AFTRA is a bunch of Zionist hoodlums, all right? In fact, um, <laughs> I used to be married to one of the people, okay, uh, on this. But the reality is, and I posted about this, it's public knowledge, um, that you know when this first came out, I was frankly appalled at someone who used to say the masses are asses becoming the head of this organization. So you have to understand what's happening is, be it Booby Kennedy or any of these celebrities, um, they are always looking to make themselves relevant. So they get involved in leading organizations, running nonprofits, uh, acting as though they care for some cause, be it cancer or fighting you know, for this or that. Everything that they're doing is to make money and for their personal aggrandizement. So they make money talking about they want to fight against vaccine injuries, okay? And these same people are fine with butchering Palestinians. It's quite incredible. They talk about, oh, I'm against Booby Kennedy. I'm giving an example of this organization, Children's Health Defense Fund. They talk about that they want to, you know, stop the killing done by vaccines, yet they want to promote safe vaccines. Okay, quote unquote, safe vaccines, yet they vaccinate all their children, yet they make sure anyone who comes into their home at a Hollywood party has to be vaccinated. You see the contradictions. So they watch which way the wind blows. They're saying, oh, people are upset at the vaccine. People are upset at cancer rates or whatever. And they hop on that. They don't give a fuck about what's going on with any of that, Matt. It is a money making venture for them. They're actors. Okay. And bad ones at it, too. So that's the first fundamental thing people need to understand. Anything they do, acting like they care for you, is crocodile tears. 
All right. We saw that with we saw that with Fran when she when the strike started, she had this incredible speech. I I have to I will give her credit for being that was actually good. I thought that was good acting, but it was acting nonetheless. And I I couldn't believe all of my uh you know union fellow union members were thinking that that was real. I mean this is this is an acting job. It was the the tear the the crocodile te the tears of oh we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna fight together. It was. It was. A, it it should have just been part a character she's playing in a movie. It wasn't real, and I saw that. Um, but yeah, I do give it credit. It was a good. It was a good performance, but it was just a performance. And so I don't. I I didn't buy it the whole time, but most people did, and I just I didn't get that part. Yeah. Uh, look, whatever. I'm not even gonna comment on that. The bottom line is these people take advantage of working people, um, and all and 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 so this event with thag aftra has to be seen of a larger history and as many people know i like to talk about history it, in the 1900s there were trade unions which were coming up bottoms up actual militant fighters who truly wanted to fight for workers rights and and the strength of those true bottoms up trade unions um actually changed the course of human history during that period from 1900 to around 1940. And the elites were so afraid of those unions, be it the shirt workers unions or be it uh, truckers unions or be it, um, you know, some of the entertainer unions, all these things. But it was during the late 1800s and 1900s when the real unions came up. Seven workers in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, were shot by the National Guard fighting for the eight hour workday. Four American workers in 1886 were shot. These weren't these bullshit. It is, it is disgusting. These were actual workers' names who you will never not know. They're not people doing crocodile tears who were in the trenches fighting, okay? And those people are the reason that if you are an American worker today or a world worker for that matter, and you have any basic rights that came from those people fighting on the streets in bottoms-up real movements, people who had very little. And by the 1950s, the elites, the left and the right, realized that these bottoms up movements, they could not control. They, you know, they always want to control everything. These were happening every day, everywhere. It was called the great upheaval. And those unions are the ones, or those workers movements to be more specific, uh, are the ones who put the gun uh, to, you know, not the virtual gun, you know, to the head of FDR. And they said, you better give us these rights. You're gonna have a revolution in this country. Yeah. And, um, a lot of this history, 99.999% of Americans don't even know about. They think FDR did some new deal and he was a nice guy. He was a racist prick. That's who he really was. He was, so forced, that, he was forced to do the new deal. You had to force him to. He, it wasn't, he didn't wake right, up. Right, but they, have, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, if, if there was a true, if, if the movement had better organization, they could have probably potentially had a good revolution, right? Mm. But yeah. um, anyway, they, uh, Roosevelt, and the elite said, oh, shit, we better give these people something. So they staved right. off the, uh, the masses. Um, and so they gave them this and they gave them Medicare. They said, OK, we're going to stop the we're going to give you the eight hour workday, all this stuff they gave. But those gains came out of these massive militant movements, which the elites want us to forget how you really win, um, win. So what they did was they started branding uh, Joseph McCarthy, who was also from Wisconsin, a uh, uh, senator from Wisconsin, uh, the 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 deception that they took place, the Democrats and Republicans. By the way, in Wisconsin, there was a party formed where the Democrats and Republicans got together against a workers' party, which had screwed both parties. 
And they and the Democrats and Republicans came together to attack them. And this yeah. is what the elites will do. And you'll see this right now. The yeah. more I attack Booby fucking Kennedy, the more I attack Trump, they're all getting together and saying, shit, this guy, Dr. Fiva, is exposing us. We need to come together to hit him. And you're going to see that. And you're going to see more and more of that. So anyway, um, so what ended up happening was Joseph McCarthy uh, was the tip of the spear of the swarm. And he branded all of these movements as communist, being run by capital C, communist China and Russia. And Charlie Chaplin had to lead the United States. A lot of people don't know this. Hmm. He was a true fighter, not these bullshit people in SAG-AFTRA who didn't even know who Frederick Douglass was until a few days ago, frankly, and I know this, okay? All right, who do bo bogus speeches. Yeah. Um, but there were many, many people in the American working class movement who were branded through the Red Scare. So that's what the right wing did. They branded all these movements who were truly bottoms up movements. And then the Democrats, the people like the Jimmy Hoffa's or the Kennedy types or the, the equivalent of the Bernie Sanders took over these unions. And the right wing supported that. You see, they got to always control everything. They have to have fake opposition. They have to control it. So they controlled this reaction. And over the next 20 years, by the 1970s, they butchered all the unions. Okay. By the, you know, Ronald Reagan really did fight for workers. None of these people did. Okay. By the time in the 1970s, in fact, Ronald Reagan destroyed the aircraft traffic, uh, PATCO. People should go look this up. That's the first thing he did. So he was anti union. Yeah. The union guy who ran SAG AFTRA destroyed. The one of the most important unions in the country, the Air Traffic Controllers Union. Mm. Right. So what happened is, and we have to understand this historical thing, because of all the gains the American working class made between the 1900s and 1950s, 70, the elites had to break the bottoms up movements. And and everyone listening should make this clear. That was their goal to break the bottoms up movements. And so because people don't understand this history, you guys should have had a revolution at SAG AFTRA. Okay. Right. But yeah. people still are pussyfooting around. Oh, well, maybe we can work, right? And, and and so until that break occurs, people still keep getting fucked. You look at the the entire Free Palestine movement. For 40 years, it's been controlled by liberal Zionists. Yeah. They contain it to cease fire now. They don't want to talk about end the occupation. They don't want to yeah. talk about defeat Zionism. This is the, and their slogans reflect their manipulation. In fact, if you go to their protests and you say to hell with Zionism, no, 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 you can't say that. The slogan that is a, the approved slogan is ceasefire now. And with SAG-AFTRA, you notice that they didn't, they wanted to suppress all the real discussion about yeah. the fundamental issue because all of that leadership works in cahoots with the Hollywood Zionists. Why? Because they get, a lot of people don't understand, they get other, other types of fringe benefits. They may get a Hollywood star of fame. Mm. If you do this, you'll do this. Oh, by the way, maybe I'll give you this particular movie role later. You see, all of the deals are being struck. Backroom deals. They do nothing out front. That's why they did not give you guys a contract up front. They're not into transparency. And anything they do transparent is very well engineered to give the perception of transparency. Mm. The bottom line is Zionism loves two-tier caste systems. Brahminism loves two-tier caste systems. Nazism loves two-tier caste systems. All of these political ideologies, which are racist political ideologies, always have 
a few set of people on top and the rest. So if you look at the SAG-AFTRA agreement, and I was working with a number of the rebellious forces within SAG-AFTRA, um, if you look at that agreement, it basically says you're going to have two tiers of explicitly more. You know, you had the A-list and the B-list and the C-list actors. Now, the A-list actors, they can do what's called AI consent, right? Mm -hmm. Whether how their AI digital replicas get used, but they have the money to negotiate that. That's right. You have yeah. up. Now, if you are one of 100 actors and you are truly a craftsman, you're not some celebrity who, who slept with Weinstein or banged somebody just to get some yeah. role, but you're truly an artist and you're one among 100 artists and you get a role and you have no money. Now, they say you got the role. By the way, you have to sign this thing saying AI right. consent, which means I can do digital scans of you and you own it. Now, yes, you're getting a choice, but you actually have no choice because if you don't sign that, they're going to choose the other 99 who are waiting in line. So that's not much of a choice. You have no power. You have no leverage. And that is what this agreement says. And this is what these scumbag Zionists do. They, and the reason I call them Zionists is the leadership of SAG-AFTRA two years ago was involved with other Hollywood numbskulls raising $60 million to support the Israeli Defense Force. Think mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Think about that. You, so that's what these people are. And if you're not a Zionist, and you're not a rabid Zionist in Hollywood, you're going nowhere, all right? Hollywood, a very, very, I'm not gonna say who it is, but one of the most actors who's a household name um, said to me, you know, five Zionist families control Hollywood, five families, mm -hmm. all right? So everyone needs to understand America has been infiltrated, Zionism has infiltrated Hollywood, Zionism has infiltrated financial systems, Zionism has infiltrated all the churches, okay? And by the way, you don't have to be Jewish to be Zionist. In fact, Zionists are anti-Semites. Exactly. exactly. I collaborated with Nazis to butcher Jews. I have a lot of my friends who were Jews with, uh, you know, relatives in the Warsaw Ghetto who were butchered by Zionists. Zionists were the police force in the Warsaw Ghettos who collaborated with Nazis. And everyone needs to understand this carefully. And I've been talking about this since 19, Jesus, 1984. Mm. Okay. When I used to hand out flyers, I organized some of the biggest protests in Boston against Zionism. Zionism is racism in the service of imperialism. Z that's the definition of Zionism. Zionism, the guy who created Zionism was an atheist. Zionism takes little pieces of information from religion to get the emotional response, but it is a racist political ideology. Nazism is a racist political ideology. Indian Brahminism is a racist political ideology, which takes elements from Hinduism, but bakes into just saying the small set of people are the Brahmins and everyone else is garbage, like this chosen people stuff or the Aryan race. It's all the same, guys. And that is what Hollywood is. They have the A-list actors, you know? And I remember going to one of these, you know, closed parties, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's mm -hmm. release of The Revenant. It was, you, you saw, all these other actors begging, oh my God, I get to go hang out with Leonardo. Yeah. There's this two-tier cast system. Yeah. Okay. And people don't all these people who talk diversity and shit, they're the biggest racist castists. And now with AI, you have further two tiers. All the actors who are craftsmen who work on the design, set design, and all that kind of stuff, they're gonna be AI because they will not be able to lawyer up. And all the big actors they will be able to do more movies. So Tom Cruise make, can, can do four Mission Impossibles. 
All the stunt people will be AI, okay? So more money will go to the A-list actors, and that is a deal that the SAG leadership struck. They're scumbags. They can talk Frederick Douglass all day. By the way, they didn't even know who Frederick Douglass was until probably five years ago, okay? These people are scumbags. They're Zionists, and they are destroying art. They're destroying any type of thing having to do anything with art. They don't even know what the meaning of art is. To them, the meaning of art is sucking Harvey Weinstein's cock. That is what art means to them. And that is what we're talking about. We live in a world of Zionist cocksuckers. And that is why Booby Kennedy's throat hurts so much, because that is what he's been doing. And when October 7th took place, what did he do? He said, let's go and destroy Palestine. He said immediately, immediately he tweeted out. He said, no red line for Netanyahu. And he said, uh, this this was an unprovoked attack. Let's go get him immediately. And that and what timing was that? We were we were ready. We were going to Philadelphia for his big announcement of leaving the Democratic Party. What the timing of it was? It it was insane because there was so much emotion there. Of he's finally leaving this party. He's going to be stronger than Bernie. He's going to do the thing Bernie Bernie couldn't do or didn't want to do, and and go off on his own and declare his independence on the steps of the capital of the of the of the the the, in Philadelphia building. And he's right there. And it's like October seventh just happens, and he says no red line for Netanyahu, and we're like. What the hell is happening right now? It was the it was the biggest heart wrenching. Yeah, Matt, here, but yeah. Matt, here's the thing, right? If people take time to go to Truth Freedom Health, they start becoming part of our movement. They won't have to waste their time with, with these people. You look at this other fool, Cornell West. They bring him out. He's a black token radical. Okay, he's not a radical. He's a token radical. They, they bring out and he talks nonsense. My, you're my brother. You're my brother. He doesn't know what the fuck brother means. He doesn't know anything about loyalty. It took him until the age of 70, whatever the hell he is, to figure out that Bernie is a sellout. I mean, Mm. this shit we knew in 1970, 1980, sorry, 1982. When Mm. you understand system science, when you understand political history, you you will understand this dynamic. And without understanding this dynamic, Matt, well meaning people, quote unquote liberals, follow these bastards. And they spend 20, 30 years of their life, you know. Don't take this personally, right? I thought Kennedy was like this. I can't believe he betrayed us. He he's betrayed people. He's he, he never even betrayed. He, he was never even on your side. He's always been on the other side. So this dynamic, yeah, is how this or this lack of understanding of this dynamic is how the elites perpetuate the suffering of the vast majority of working people and prolong human suffering. And without understanding this fundamental dynamic, so you can apply that, once you understand the dynamic, it's easy to see what Tulsi Gabbard is all about. Yeah. Why do I say that? You have the scientific data. Why is she on Fox News all day long? Because she's been anointed. Her stick yeah. is, I'm against a military industrial complex. That is mm. the stick they come up with. Meanwhile, she supported the bombing of Iraq, the invasion yeah. of Iraq, and she immediately supported the invasion of Gaza, immediately. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. people need to understand the only way that you're going to understand this in a short time is our movement. Our movement has created the vessel. So, so it's created the vessel so people can get the scientific training. They can get the community. Now, you can bumble into it and figure it out on your own, and then people can take my stuff and they talk about it. But you're not going to hone it into really creating a political movement. We need to create a movement. And the movement means, Matt, you know, I was just out. It's been 10, 20 degrees here you know, in Utah. Mm-hmm. 
You're in Utah. Um, yeah. just, just to give you the reality here, this is how much scummy they are. You need to get a thousand signatures to get on the ballot in Utah. Hmm. Very easy. If you have volunteers, Kennedy hmm. has no volunteers and they're due by January 15th. He goes and whines to the Utah election board. Oh, I need more time. You need more time. Why? Because you have no volunteers. Then he goes online and says, you know, I need money. I need, give me money. And what is it? So he goes to working class people, collects money. And what does he do with that money? He takes that money and he gives it to professional consultants who will charge 10 to $20 a, a signature. And after hearing this, his people are saying, shit, booby, she just figured you out. Now he'll have people collecting signatures and taking videos of them. It's all an act. But you understand how sick this is? Here's a guy who's got a billion dollar trust fund who's over here asking poor working people for money does backroom deals because to change the rules for his favor projects it as though he's fighting for us when what we did yesterday was we fought for people we're mobilizing people when the police came to stop us from collecting signatures we reminded them of the supreme court rulings this is what we're doing on the ground and so this is what people need to understand these people are fake and everyone listening matt needs to recognize our movement my run for the presidency gives people an opportunity to stop talking and start acting. Yeah. There are too many fucking podcasters who take our material and they just act like they're anti-establishment. Every one of those, they're truly anti-establishment should say, okay, now act. Go support Dr. Shiva for president. Not with money, but become a volunteer. Go help him collect signatures. Go put the bumper sticker on. Go pass out his flyers. Because that's where, free, that's where the rubber meets the road with freedom. Are you helping this real fighter who's fought all his whole life and has created a movement you can look at my entire life matt since four years old to 17 it's been consistently fighting the establishment this is not something i did today so if we want to fight this rigged system which is what it is whether yeah. you, you know you look at the sag after thing hundred and sixty thousand supposed union members only 17 percent of them even voted okay yeah and those, and most of them are vanity union members because they all want to be Hollywood actors. So they get their super sag after card. They have to pay $3,000. So it's a money making venture for these other people running this nonsense. That's right. Out of them, only 20,000 people are actually active. And among those 20,000 people, there's a handful who make millions or hundreds of millions of dollars. And the rest of them are essentially, you know, dirt. Yeah. And now they'll be made even more dirt because of this AI agreement. And if those, at least a majority of those 20,000 people uh, truly understood revolutionary theory, systems theory, there could have been a good mobilization to destroy what just took place, but they were further, you know, they, they further capitulated, thinking these people, the leadership was gonna help them. And this is a disaster that keeps going on in a recurring process when people do not get educated to understand the nature of the, the unions today, the nature of the fact that even within unions, they need to break from these unions and build true bottoms up movements. And the infrastructure we put together, Truth Freedom Health provides that. Now, what's interesting is the leadership of, uh, of sag after knows about me. They learned about this from me, but they've taken the not so obvious versions. It's almost like, you know, you've created a monster who uses the lingua franca, the language, right? 
but it's for subjugation of people. And, you know, so that's why it's going to be an interesting um, uh, 2024, because the issue is how many of these people who are speaking anti-establishment will actually put Dr. Shiva on? Here are two litmus tests. Will you, if you're truly anti-establishment, why aren't you putting Dr. Shiva on? Number one. Number two, are you truly an anti-Zionist? And when I say truly an anti-Zionist, if you're using the slogan ceasefire now, there's a organization now at Matt in Washington, a free Palestine organization, which is truly a Zionist organization, which has infiltrated all the protests across the world. And they force people to just say ceasefire now. And they do not want them to say to hell with Zionism, to hell with end the occupation or end the occupation. They're controlling the movements. And this is what the left and the right of both wings do, even in the medical freedom movement. I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing about ceasefire now because I 100% agree with you, Dr. Shiva. At the same time, though, can't we also look at when they don't respond to ceasefire now that that is it that is a that is a a pulling the curtain back moment that that they're saying you can't even say that if you so it's like it's like that incremental we can't even get the no, incremental. No, no. So this is where let me tell you as an activist as a professional revolutionary of sorts, right? Let me tell you mm -hmm. this is in every movement and listen very carefully. The argument that they get the the path that you're going down is precisely what you're legitimizing their bullshit. Okay, so let me explain mm -hmm. this to you. I'll give you many many examples. Okay, these are actual on the ground examples. You go back to 1980s. And if you can look at this, so you would read in the news that South African miners were getting shot. Students protesting in South Africa were getting mowed down by the South African military, just mowed down. Mm. Okay. Um, universities in the 1980s were funding South African apartheid. They had large investments there. So one, as one of the national leaders, student leaders, and we mobilized the biggest uh, anti-apartheid movements. But even then, there were three trends. There's always three trends. The first trend supports apartheid, which is the establishment trend. The second trend comes up with the namby-pamby pussyfooting slogan, no to apartheid, right? We shall overcome. They drag in Martin Luther King and they start singing songs. This very pussyfooting type stuff, okay? And they're very ambivalent, okay? About, so the slogan in South Africa was workers to power. Because why do we say that? 95% of the workers in South Africa are black African workers who've been subjugated. This is not about white supremacy or Black Lives Matter. It was the reality, right? 95% of the workforce in South Africa is black poor workers now. So the slogan is, you got to smash this government. You have to have a good revolution. Workers to power, period. Now, the pussyfooting neoliberals no, 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 no. We can't have a revolution. No, 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 no. That's what they would say. We must have peaceful coexistence. Okay? What are you talking about? You're butchering these people, but you don't want to have a good revolution. And so do you want to accommodate racism? So at the high, so I, I give you a very, very spectacular example. So these liberal white, many of them are white liberal hippies, you know. They would take up the slogan, no to apartheid. If you looked at the conditions in South Africa, what was happening, the anger there was going to a much more profound slogan, which may sound very militant. 
apartheid in South Africa, burn it to the ground, okay? Victory to the workers of South Africa. Now to the pussyfooting liberals, ooh, that sounds violent, ooh, that's militant. Wait a minute, these people are being shot at. What do you want them to do? S sing We Shall Overcome songs? Are you fucking crazy? So I'll give you an example. So we had organized a demonstration that started at Boston University, if you've ever, in the middle of winter, walking up Commonwealth Ave, across the Massachusetts Avenue Bridge where you get 100 mile hour winds, okay? Over to MIT. As we're walking up, these liberal elites said no to apartheid. They're, they're, it's, it, was like, it was like a dareth. No one even, people are like, what the fuck am I doing here? And, and the day before, about 100 students had just been mowed down. So we took up the slogan, apartheid in South Africa, burn it to the ground. And everyone loved it, mm. okay? So everyone's chanting 5,000 people and these little dweebs start running around. Hey, 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 you can't say that slogan. That sounds too violent. Mm. No, 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 no. We said, shut the fuck up, okay? And the slogan, everyone loved it. You see, they don't want the natural anger, the militancy of people to come out. So they wanna contain it. And as we came over to MIT, um, I had gotten the flag of the South African government. We burned it on the steps of MIT. The cops were even against apartheid. They supported us. Then we marched on the, to the president of MIT. And within several months, we stopped MIT's investments in South Africa. If we had followed their thing, would have gone on for years. Mm. All right. And this is what these liberal elite fuckers do. As though they, and they come advise you, Dr. Shiva, you're speaking very violent. Why do you say Zionist cocksuckers? It's like, shut the fuck up. You have no history. You have not come from the oppressed group of people to tell me how I should control my language. You say, and this is how the liberal elites contain movements. Now go to the medical freedom movement. Second example. In 2019, as a scientist, as a expert on the immune system, when I saw the movement for medical freedom. I come from Jersey. We had helped organize 5,000 majority mothers to march onto the, uh, the Trenton State House. They were considering a bill to mandate vaccines. And we raised amazing slogans, right? And Kennedy's clan were like, oh, no, no, no. You know, Dr. Shiva's going to topple our conversations. They were doing backroom conversations with the Democrats. You see, always backroom, just like you saw in SAG-AFTRA. Oh, yeah. no, 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 Matt, you don't understand AI. Let us take care of it. Right. You see, it's not about bottoms up egalitarianism. So anyway, but in New Jersey, we won. Our militant protest scared the shit out of the Congress people and they stopped. Dell fucking big tree, booby fucking Kennedy hated that because they were telling people, they were giving people slogan sheets, only say these slogans. This is what I mean, controlled opposition. So now come to ceasefire now. That slogan, Matt, you know how old that slogan is? How old? It goes back to 1981 when Ariel Sharon ran over. I mean, it was it was awful. We had, go look at it, Ariel Sharon sent tanks in into Gaza, literally mowed over people. They had this guy, Mir Kahana, look him up. K-A-H-A-N, he just wants to kill all the Palestinians. He came to Brandeis University to speak. We mobilized one of the biggest protests against him. Now. These same liberal Zionist hoodlums were there. Ceasefire now, the Peace Now organization, Free Palestine organization. And they have owned, they've infiltrated the anti, frankly, I don't even call it the Free Palestine movement. So they give out the t-shirt, ceasefire now, ceasefire now. 
Let me tell you why that's a detrimental slogan. It may sound good. And if you say, wait a minute, what you're doing is, oh no, are you, oh my God, Dr. Shiva's against ceasefire. That's not what we're saying. No. Yeah. Say the right slogan at the right time is end the occupation because you motherfuckers have been using the slogan. What ceasefire now actually means, Matt, two steps forward, one step back. Hmm. Two steps forward. So since 1980, the Israeli army has been advancing because they get to go two steps, ceasefire, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, that's what it means. Ceasefire now is no different than no to apartheid, okay? Right? They, the, the, these liberal elites are funded by the establishment to infiltrate every movement, okay? They infiltrate every movement. They come in and they say, well, you know, I agree with what you're saying, but Dr. Shiva ain't doing it the right way. We shouldn't be so angry. Ooh, you see what they do? They yeah. remove they remove the the teeth from a movement, and that yeah. is their job. Their job is to blunt the revolutionary edge off a movement. And you look at even on the quote unquote anti-Zionist side, they have this doofus called Jackson Hinkle who gets all these views and all these people support him, and yet he says, "I support Trump. Vote for Trump." You see how they get it from another angle. Trump is the biggest raving Zionist if you if you didn't know it. He is a Zionist. I don't believe Hinkle has fully said he supports Trump. I don't know if he has. We were on a space, and Hinkle is a little 25-year-old dweeb, and if he's listening, fuck you to him. We were on a space talking about what is going on right now with Elon Musk, Alex Jones, etc. And Matt, this is the, where we need to get to. People need to get very clear. These people have not been involved in the movement. How does the guy overnight come get two, three million followers? Okay, overnight. And what he is doing, he acts like he's anti-Zionist. And in the space we had, after Elon Musk, Alex Jones, everyone saw because of our agitation that all the so, quote unquote fake, fake fighters for free speech are now presenting themselves. They're the neo-establishment media. Bucker Carlson, Alex Jones, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, all of these, that, that's a new media that's developing. The elites are very smart and you have to be wise to where they're going. So they had a post event and someone asked me to talk at it and I start giving the background on the entire censorship infrastructure. This guy's very jealous because this is boring. Go look at the thing on Suleiman saying, people are like, who the fuck are you, Hinkle? So what is happening right now is people without any experience in building movements are being pushed forward. And fundamentally, how can you push MAGA communism? Think about the bullshit. Does he still do the MAGA communism? I thought he might have yes. dropped that by now. Yes, he's still he's a, he, give him three bucks, send him your subscription. People need to start looking at real leaders, Matt, and people need to start defend, stop defending these people. You need to get very critical. Who is going to build the movement? And a movement is not doing podcasts and posting pictures of dead babies in Palestine all day. All right. It's, just, it's disgraceful. What is your take on some of the, uh, 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 I guess we call them libtards on the left that have been in line with COVID. They've been in line with uh, Russia, Ukraine, but all of a sudden you see a different tune. You see them seeing the, the, the destruction in Palestine. People like Sean King, do you think he's doing any service to say, I finally have woken up. My party doesn't. My point is this, Matt. My point is this. 
you have the swarm, which is very clever. The issue is where is real change going to come from? And this is where people who haven't been on the ground, haven't built movements, need to get very, very, let go of their egos and start being willing to learn. Changes always come when working people united, bottoms up. I'll give you an example, not just students, not just people doing podcasts. I'll give you a simple example. At the height of the Egyptian movement, if you remember about 20 years ago, there was the Arab Spring. Mubarak is a dictator in Egypt. Students were tired. I don't know if you know, Egypt has one of the highest unemployment rates, all right? Students can't even get a job, one of the highest pollution rates. Um, so students in, in Egypt started protesting and it built it, millions of people in Tahrir Square. And the elites, the government, what did they do with social media? They let it keep going on. Why? Because students are not, they're good meaning people, but they're not a force for change because students go for four years in college, they can be radical and then they go back, they get their jobs and they become unradical. You see, it's a thing people do, nothing against that. But at the height of that movement, there was one day when working people, barbers, you know, plumbers, electricians, nurses said, fuck this. They also walked off their jobs and they joined the students. You know what happened that day, Matt? What's that? Mubarak makes one phone call to Vodafone and they shut down the entire internet in Egypt. Hmm. So why am I telling you that? The might of working people getting involved in movement, not influencers doing their little tweets or talking about this shit without the depth of understanding of when working people unite. That is when change occurs. Change what's not going to occur. They're absolutely fine. People putting up posters of dead babies in Palestine all day long, all day long. In fact, they want you to do that. You know why? Because eventually people say, wow, the elites are so powerful. They're doing so much harm and we still can't do something. And people get inundated with these images. And so people, fine, you're learning now, great. But now we want to actually end this. And the only way this is going to end, nothing is going to happen with any of these people reading these, leading these free Palestine movements. Not one thing because they're infiltrated by Zionists. Not one thing is gonna happen with 22 year old kids posting pictures of dead babies all day long. Stop. And then supporting Trump, calling yourself a MAGA communist. The only way it's gonna change is when the American working class is mobilized, mobilized to end Zionist occupation of the United States. Nothing is gonna happen. So if that becomes clear, right? So if you look at the SAG after thing, there was a lot of pussyfooting around. There were people starting to get it, but they should have broken away. They should have broken. There should have been very different strategies that I would have done, okay? When people are starting to recognize this, they still waited and waited and hoped something would occur. You see what I'm saying? The, so the we're, we're so far away from the understanding you're talking about because I'm looking at the results of just that vote and I was on the minority of the, and like you said, we have so many members, only a, only a percentage of people are even voting out of that percentage. It was 70, I think it went 72, 73% voted. Yes. The other 28, I was part of that 22 but or whatever. Matt, do you understand that 20? But like, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, like even part of this percentage of a percentage that voted no, which I'm, I'm the, the really, really small part that showed up, voted no. Even from that percentage, how many of those people believe that it was just a, 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 an oopsie or a oops, we didn't fight hard enough to have no clue 
that it was purposely. So let me, done. let me give you some numbers, okay? Let me give you some numbers of physics here. When I saw those numbers come out, I saw 20%, right? Mm -hmm. I was very excited. Let me tell you mm -hmm. why. Why? 20% is the magic number that you need to build a movement. In any organizational environment, 30% will never, ever support you. They're the stalwarts. They're the establishment force. 50% are people which watch, watch way with the, which way the wind blows. Right. 20%, if you can, if that's the really the optimal, optimal number for change agents. And you have that. You have that 20%. That 20% is quite phenomenal. That 20%. They know that 20% knows that it was a bad deal, but they don't know why. So you're talking about the education of that. So we, we, we're that not 20, all aligned. We're not all that aligned. 20%, that 20% now needs to be mobilized. They need to create their own independent movement. Okay. They need to join forces and get the education we provide at Truth, Freedom, Health, this understanding. Without that understanding, they're going to be flailing. They're getting there, but they need to accelerate that with this deep understanding of history, the political physics, the system science, you see? Mm -hmm. And then that 20%, when they get strong, will pull over the other 50%. Without that knowledge, look, the problem right now is there's so many people who think their opinion of something matters, okay? But without the physics of understanding, it is just talk. So when you wanna mobilize and build something, you have to understand the dynamics of how to build a movement. There is a science to it. There's a theory. There's the actual work. It is hard work. It's not sexy. When 20% are moving in that direction, it's time they say, fuck, I, I really got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. How do I learn what to actually do so I don't waste another 50 years of my life? And that's why our movement exists. So if you want to destroy the rigged system in any one of the, whether it's election systems integrity, whether it's AI in Hollywood, whether it's medical freedom, all of these issues are ultimately related to the maximization of power, profit, and control. All of them. All of those movements have the same fundamental dynamic. Once you learn, let's say, some basics of basic laws of engineering, right? You can use those same basic laws to build a bridge. You can use those same basic laws to build a house, right? It's the same laws. But if you don't understand these laws, you're always flailing. And eventually that leads to people getting either complacent, depressed, wow, I guess the system is so powerful. I can't do much, right? But my position is 20% of those people now, and I'm talking to some of those people, they should come over here and we need to educate them. You need to actually go through the education. Yeah. You can't do it on sort of, well, I'm, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You need to actually look at history, which movements work, which ones failed, why they work, and the dynamics of this. It is no different than, um, I don't know what you do, Matt, what, what, which area that you're in, right? Um, but people need to understand that dynamics, okay? You see that book, The Real Anthony Fauci, that book is entirely plagiarized from our work. Kennedy didn't write that book. He had a ghostwriter look at all the shit. We didn't see him at all in 2020 talking about Fauci. We did that work. So these people are very clever. They watch which way the actual revolutionary movement's moving. They mimic it. And then they own it like a fly trap. That dynamic I, that I just said needs to be understood in people's bones. Not And without understanding in the bones, people always keep making compromises. Well, you know, the ceasefire movement is doing a lot of good work. They're getting all these people out. 
What they're doing is they're taking the anger of all these people and containing them. That's what they're doing. Containing them to cease fire now, not to end the occupation, to hell with Zionism in the United States. They don't want to go there. And this has always occurred. In every movement, the left and the right have their radical wings who talk a big game to keep people like flypaper stuck so they don't really go build their bottom set movement. Now, this thing that I'm sharing with you in these last few sentences, this is at the heart of the heart of heart of human liberation. And the elites know what I'm talking about. I have emails from Booby fucking Kennedy to a very interesting young man who was in their movement. And he knows this dynamic and he is actively chosen to be part of the not so obvious establishment. And the naivete that people need to have, they better get over it. Otherwise they're gonna be fooled. This is, this is what we're living at. We're living at people, you know, people tell me, oh, Dr. Tina, let me tell you how you should fight a movement. You should talk like this. It's like, really, how long have you been doing this? How long have you actually been doing this? And you're giving me advice on how to build a movement? Where has that gotten us your advice for 50 years? Nowhere. The Palestinian people are in bondage today because of the liberal Zionists who have monopolized the Free Palestine Movement with this fucked up slogan, cease fire now. It means nothing. In fact, it is the weapon that the Zionists want. And that may seem bold. That may seem, well, what's he saying? Well, think about it. Go into a closet, sit and meditate what I'm telling you, and you will realize that that slogan is a slogan of the establishment. I believe that we are in a time now where we can wake people up who are seeing, you were mentioning the dead babies. I think that that does at least get people's attention that had no idea that there was an occupation even taking place. So you have the people paying attention. Now, wouldn't you say now's the time to get those people that are, they're seeing what it's like to be called names when they, when they're sharing the dead babies and they're being called anti-Semitic. Look, I don't know if you remember, there used to be Sally Struthers who used to do these videos, you know, this white woman in Africa showing these big people with bloated things and asking people for money. Okay. That's been going on for a long time. Working people in this country, hardworking people already know about Zionism. They already know it's fucked up. They don't need to see pictures of dead babies. The liberal, this is part of this liberal bourgeois elite mm. that who do these pictures. It has been a technique that's been done for 50, 60 years. It is mm. a tactic. And then you have to say, has that tactic actually worked? No, it hasn't worked. What, because everyday people, if you look at the video that I did, which someone else cut, which said, I am the only presidential candidate who is anti-Zionist, I'm the only presidential candidate who will not suck Zionist cock. And you may consider that statement to be vulgar and anti-presidential, but it is in fact very presidential. That went, that got like 40, 50 million views. Hmm. Now, what's happened is liberal elites want that kind of language not to be out there, but at the heart of the American working class and people, people are done with this shit. This kind of shit, this tactic, is actually containing those anger and those movements. So we don't, everyday working people, you talk to my friends who are electricians, they already know this shit. They don't need some fucking 25-year-old showing them pictures of dead babies, okay? That's saying they're fucking stupid. People already know in the United States 
that Zionists control the financial system, Zionists control Hollywood. They don't need a 25 year old sharing with them pictures of babies dying. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. What it does, it takes all the little young people and say, oh my God, this is so horrible. It fucks with your head. And this is one of the things that the elites love. The elites love to give you pictures of horrible pictures because it fucks up your brain and your limbic system. It creates something called learned helplessness. So what people think is right is actually playing into the enemy's hands. What inspires people, revolutionary history shows is when people fight and they win. Wow, Dr. Shiva called him a Zionist cocksucker. I like that because I know that's true. And that inspires me to fight, all right? And this is a tactical question. And working people are already there, Matt. They already know. If you talk to the average American worker who's only got $400 in a savings account, that's the average person in the United States right now. They don't need to see dead babies pictures. They've been around. You talk to a 60-year-old person. You know, I just recently turned 60, okay? People already know. They've seen this butchering of Palestinians for 40 years. And they, every cycle, the same thing. Go look at the same thing, 1982, and Ariel Sharon did this. Same old shit, ceasefire now, we got ended, oh my God, look what they did. Pictures of horrible pictures, it keeps going on. The Zionist Mossad is just sitting back and saying, we got them, we got them, they're not gonna do shit. We got them. So now is the time to have this conversation on as many platforms as possible. I My question right now for you, Dr. The, the conversation is, is that needs to be had is this conversation of over 40 years this liberal elitist technique of owning these movements is not liberated the Palestinians. It has subjugated them further. It is not a tactic that has ever liberated people. In fact, it is a tactic of the oppressor. This is the conversation that needs to be had, Matt. And you can apply this to every other area, every area. The GMO movement. And I've been involved in all these movements as an activist, the anti-war movement. Every single one of them has been infiltrated by the liberal elites who hold these movements. And that is how they contain the anger of the American working class. So every time they see people breaking, oh, let's create a booby Kennedy. He's going to be the anti-establishment candidate. So, and you have to understand where I come from, bottoms up, we see this clear as day. Liberal elites who grew up with mama and papa giving them everything, they don't want to fight because they don't really want to have the real fight. So they want to, they think there's a way they can massage the beast, you see? They think there's a way they can massage the serpent to become a kinder serpent, you see? And this is the fucked up nature of their bullshit activism. They think there's a way to massage Satan to be a kinder, gentler Satan. <laughs> You can't do that. So when are we going to get you in a presidential debate? I know that there's one, there's a free, have you heard of the free and equal one? They're doing a ranked cho choice voting. It's uh, supposed to be in Hollywood here on February 29th. Yeah, who's controlling it, first of all? Uh, they keep, there's a different, there's a, a moderator. I think right now it's Christina Tobin is going to be the moderator. Yeah. They're, they're, asking the, they're asking the people to do ranked choice voting on any independent candidate um, and, and they're going to do the top six, uh, to be in the, uh, to, to be in the debate. Is that, have you, has anyone reached out? Are you, is that something that 
would strike your interest to be in Matt, the, let me I, ask I, you. So yeah. our people reached out to Christina. She's never reached back to us. Really? So, so let me ask you, why does that surprise you? When I see it being put out there that they're they're telling the people that we yeah, get to is, oh, wait, decide. No, stop right there. Who are these people? They're they're saying they're saying they're, no, they're, they're like, they? I guess they're saying they're, they're they're pretending to be anti-establishment as they say we have a choice of who we want to see on yeah, that stage. They know. By the way, declare your independence was our slogan that Booby stole. Do you understand yeah. what's going on? And I want you to really listen to this carefully. Our movement for truth, freedom, and health, they know about it. If you look at the Fire Fauci movement, who started that, Matt? We did. It's mm. out there. Go tweet it. You'll find it. Who's the one who exposed the election systems integrity? We did. Who's the one who exposed the fundamental issues of the backdoor portal? We did. All of those things were done by an independent movement. I really need you to get this. They mm. weren't done by someone sponsored by one wing of the establishment. And this is scary for them when something is truly independent. I cannot be bought or owned. You know what they do? They have to make it absolutely invisible. So they say, fuck, they have all the data. People are getting, figuring out election systems issue. So then they call up Mike Lindell and Trump. You have to own this. The election systems issue is going to be a right wing issue because when it's in the right or the left, they can own the issue and they can control it. Do you understand what I'm saying? If it's truly done by us, truly independently, they can't control it. It's uncontrollable. So anytime a real issue comes up from below, it has to be owned. Does that make sense? And this is a very fundamental issue. When the fire Fauci movement came from below, Booby Kennedy was nowhere to be found. Calls were made to him. Fuck, Shiva's owning this movement. You need to own it. Call up Ghostwriter. Write the book called Real Anthony Fauci. Okay? And I know this. Mm -hmm. so you have to have people from the swarm swoop in because they're controlled. So now they know that an independent, truly independent movement is arising. So they're going to say, okay, we're going to be democratic. We're going to sponsor an event where all the Democrats next say, see, Dr. Shiva, you couldn't even get into that. Are you fucking serious? A half a billion people know about us globally. And you actively actively diminish our movement because you're so fucking scared shitless. So when you say they, Matt, who the fuck are they? Who the fuck are they? Who is this is woman, Christina Tobin, that she doesn't have the decency when she knows our videos are all out there? We have a movement. Think about it. So you got to step away and realize that the real revolution will not be televised. The real revolution will not be on social media. The real revolution will not be covered by social media influencers. Because the real revolution, it will not be controlled. It will not be owned by the left or the right. And once you understand that, then it becomes shit. What do I have to do? You have to get involved. You have to go offline. You have to build a movement. That means you got to go out in the cold and maybe stand there and collect a signature. You may have to go outside and hand out flyers. You may have to put this bumper sticker, which is Dr. Shiva Ayodhure, because that's saying a big fuck you, okay? Because we, our movement, myself, is not owned by any of these. Booby Kennedy is owned by the establishment. Trump is owned by the establishment. And you have to look at their history. And it's right in front of you.
And the people who don't want to look at this and want to excuse it are part of the establishment. Sorry Dr. to say, Shiva. that's the reality. Dr. Shiva, I appreciate the conversation with you today on on the issues that matter right now we're i mean we're in the middle of of this corruption right here in hollywood and we're, we're trying to figure out how to maneuver through it how to get more people's attention i love what you're saying about the 20 percent. i think you're on to something there uh we we need to mobilize those people and get them uh get them but educated 20 percent, matt they need to learn this physics now it'll it's going to take them 50 years you know I'm talking to a couple of the people who are ready to learn it, you know? This is what occurred in the 1920s. Now, the problem in the 1920s were people were doing the work, but they didn't have a chance to reflect back and understand the dynamics. That, you have to be very, very objective about it. That's what I've done my life. And I've integrated that with understanding the science of systems. You see, the elites know the science of systems. This is why you saw it in SAG-AFTRA, 10 people, five people were able to manipulate the other 160,000. Yeah. Okay. And they still, and one of the ways they manipulate people, Matt, they give, they make you guys abuse victims, not just you in general. They yeah. make you become the excuser for their behaviors. Well, you know, Dr. Ch and again, I'm just repeating, well, it's fire now. And maybe that's a good thing. No, it isn't. It's not, it's a trap. And then, when you become a revolutionary force, you have to expose that. Now becomes where you have to attack that because then you can win all of those people. Look, every look, this is what they did with the civil rights movement. They knew there was a bottoms up movement. And so they created Martin Luther King. He was created. He was created by the establishment. Booby Kennedy's father had enough recordings of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. They knew Martin Luther King was doing all these crazy orgies. They knew he was a drug addict. He was lascivious. He was an adulterer. They had shit on him. And the Southern National Christian Conference and the Kennedys could control him. Malcolm X could not be controlled. You see, he could not be a house nigga. And I say that. Martin Luther King was a house nigga. N-I-G-G-A-H, to be politically correct. Mm -hmm. I'm not a house nigga. And this bothers him. I'm not a fucking good Indian. Because I came from everyday working people. So if you are serious about fighting, start looking at where the real fight needs to occur and how it needs to occur. Ceasefire now, bullshit fucking slogan. And I'm calling out all those Zion liberal Zionists who are running those movements and they know what they're doing. It's a disgrace. And if you look at the SAG after thing, run by Zionists for Zionists. And those 20% who voted against, stop pussyfooting around. Stop thanking these people they did anything good. Break from them, come to Truth, Freedom, Health. We will educate you on what needs to be done to build a real workers movement. And if that is not done, you're all fucked. It's not gonna happen. If we wanna end the butchering of the Palestinian people, we need to create a real bottoms up movement. And if you wanna learn that, Go look at who's been the actual leader in doing that for his whole life. If you want to be a fucking magatard and you think Vivek the snake is going to lead you to liberation, wake the fuck up. The guy shows up out of nowhere. He was with Big Pharma. He's with yeah. all the elites. He watches our slogans and he talks, talks, talks. They have all this data now, Matt, to watch who people actually like. 
what people really engage with working people. They know people love, not only love, but they know I'm real and our movement's real. So they're having people literally get those slogans and repeat them. It is pure social engineering that's taking place. And this is what people need to understand. Otherwise, you're fucking fooling yourselves. You're not doing anything. Jason Jackson fucking doofus Hinkle is a fucking Zionist. He promotes Trump. And you will see with the data I share over the next few days, yes, Russia was a hoax, but the real hoax of the hoax was Israel is the one who put Trump into power. It's all out there in the FBI records. Netanyahu, Stone met together. And yes, elections are selections. Trump was selected to make sure the Iran deal never took place and to make sure Jerusalem occurred as Netanyahu wanted, okay? So we are run by Zionists. And if you wanna be serious about ending Zionism, then go to truthfreedomhealth.com. If you wanna fuck around and waste your time and, try, and, and think social media influencers are gonna stop this by putting up pictures of dead babies all day, it ain't gonna fucking happen, all right? And to all those people who are using the word Zionist cock right now because it gets views, it's not a good move because you're not into building a movement. Right now in 2023, right now we have ShibaForPresident.com. If you're serious, go and support that movement. Let go of your ego. We're out in the cold weather doing the work. We have 300,000 volunteers in the United States. Get off your ass and get real. Stop just wanting to get views and clicks. That's not what this is about. Okay. We'll Number up. two, yeah. go to Shiva for president, get the flyer, educate people, volunteer to get us on the ballot. Notice throughout this one thing that I've not asked for one fucking dollar. Yeah. Go to Booby Kennedy's. Give me money. Give me money. Give me money. Trump. They're suckering money out of working people. Back to Zionists. Mm -hmm. It's disgraceful. So to me, this is not a joke. This is not about getting views and clicks. We know we're massively shadow banned. This is about building a movement. There's a physics of it. There's a hard work of it. And that is what truthfreedomhealth.com does. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Let go of your ego. Understand you may be an unconscious incompetent. And if you're serious, you'll say, fuck, I get it. Every day, Matt, every Thursdays, we have an open house. And the people that come to our open house now are some of the most extraordinary people. Smart people. They say, you know, Dr. Shiva, I listened to what you said three years ago. I hated when you attacked Trump. I hated your tech booby, but I get it. I fucking wasted three years of my life. And they're self-reflective. There you go. We're going we're gonna to share this, uh, the Shiva for president.com with our viewers. Um, it's important that we do that. We, we approach these things in this way, this non-tribal way. And I'm going to let your, your audience know as well what the homeless left, what we've always been about here at the homeless left and on rumble. This is, about having these discussions in an honest way that it's about non-tribalism that's how we approach everything and that's why we're able to have these conversations right now with dr shiva because we don't come from a uh we're not part of a group or an organization or a or a color or a brand or anything except coming at it with curiosity with principle with courage with conviction that's how we approach everything non-tribal here at the homeless left Thank you, Dr. Shiva, for coming on again with us on the show and having this discussion. And we're gonna we're gonna continue mobilizing and educating, and uh, we're gonna stay aligned with you as we move forward into the uh, twenty. Yeah, man, get involved, Matt. Where are you in California? 
yeah, we are in LA. We're right here in, in All right, man. Hollywood. So get involved in, yeah. you know, come to our open house, get, help us get signatures. It is where the real battle is going to be fought. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and it's people really recognizing, come to our open houses. You meet incredible people. These people come from surgeons to plumbers, to electrician. It's truly a movement by the people for the people. If people want to give us money, I don't take money unless I give you something. You get books and courses. We want to educate people to build this movement. So Absolutely. We'll do that. And you know what? I'm going to try and hit up Christina Tobin on my own and see if we can get, <laughs> I can maybe strong arm her to get you on that, uh, get, get you into that. Well, uh, I don't know that. who the fuck she is. She comes out of nowhere. We've been building yeah. an independent movement for, yeah. you know, 20 years. It, it, it'd be crazy to me if we can't just at least get that conversation because I, I don't know. I have to look into that because I can, come on, like this is supposed to be, you're calling, she's calling it free and equal presidential debate let's get you on the stage yeah, it all, I it all sounds good until you watch their actions i want to see you what one way or another if it's not that it's another. they I wanna, don't put us on that debate stage you will know it's yeah. full of shit even in massachusetts after we got on the all the signatures they kept us out we have to do federal lawsuits they are so fucking afraid of me these mm -hmm. motherfuckers are so afraid to put this dark fucking face on tv because i they know i'll win everyone over mm -hmm. and this is the jealousy that they have, the actual racism that they have, the actual hatred that they have working people to put one of their fighters on them. And all of you listening, everyone knows that I can go from full range of call, calling someone a Zionist cocksucker to going and discussing brain plasticity, okay? To going and talking spiritual, uh, spiritual ideas, full range. But they do not want someone like me, so they're creating fake versions because they're so fucking afraid. They do not compete fairly. They do not want, want one of us on their debate stage to look at what a real leader looks like. And if you guys are serious, then fucking go fight for that because we're on the ground fighting for it. Great. You want to get views and clicks, everyone out there, all you influencers. But prove to me you're a real man. Prove to me you're a real woman. Because until you fight for our movement and the fact the journey that I've gone through that has always fought for people at the right time. I can't take you seriously. I really can't. Got it. Understand. Well said. All right, Dr. Shiva, thank you so much for being on the Homeless Left with us again. Well, man. Thanks we'll for all your work. Keep it up. Awesome. Stay in touch. Put okay. the pressure on these guys. Thanks. All right. Bye -bye. Got it. Take care.